surprise or as expected? How to take the first five games plus hoopers or basketball players? Going through the roster, registering which are which. That's today on the podcast, Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. I'm JP Chunga on the Utah Jazz Podcast Network, presented by First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz, NMLS number 3112, equal housing lender. It was Jazz Week on podcasts. I saw Lowe posted it, SI, everywhere. They were talking about the Jazz, and they were wondering, what is going on in Utah? A callback to our favorite moment of the summer, and I'll tell you what's going on, because it's something that we've been talking about on this podcast the entirety lead up to the season, about the characteristic of this team. It plays hard. That's it. That's what's going on. They fight. They scrap. They have something that everyone in the NBA covets, and it's NBA players. They have that. Whether they're experienced NBA players, young vets, a mixture of both, rookies that can contribute, they have that on this team. And as long as you have that on a basketball team, you can win. What have been the struggles of the teams in the lottery? They're cycling through players, and they have so many inexperienced rookies that they're learning on the fly. Winning, that doesn't translate when you're going at it for the very first time. And it's okay to be surprised by the effort, by how they've gone out to this record and been so much fun to watch. It's okay to have that surprise. But what was expected is the effort level and how hard they play. And in the NBA, that gets you wins. It reminds me of Tom Thibodeau teams, their first year. He gets teams to play hard. And apparently, Will Hardy has the same thing. But having experienced NBA players means you'll be competent, means you won't have dumb possessions or struggle sessions. You'll be fine because there's competency on the floor. Kelly Olynyk is the embodiment of that. Think back to that Pelicans game when they trusted him at the very end to make the right decision. Why did they trust him? Because he can dribble, he can pass, he can shoot. Those are pretty important skills when it comes to basketball. And Kelly Olynyk checks all three of those boxes. I think back to his experience with Houston. Because they played him this week, right? So... Reflecting on his time, it was 2021. He was traded from Miami to the Rockets for Victor Oladipo. It is after Kelly Olenek had gotten his taste of winning with the Heat. He's clearly a winning player at this point. But in Houston, he's on a squad with young guys who don't know what the NBA is all about and who don't exactly have a number one guy amongst them. So what happens in his second game when he's on the floor? Oh, he scores 25, and he gets 17 shots. You up his usage, everything's going to go up for this guy because he knows how to play. And in that respect, when he's on the floor with Steven Silas in his first year, remnants of the James Harden trade, they're still dealing with that situation, and it's aftermath. He has to be a level head in the room among Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood, John Wall, who would be in exile. He has to be a de facto number one option some nights. And when you look at this, and I'm going to get to the great basketball player Hooper debate, Kelly Olenek, even though he seems 
100% like a basketball player, he still has those elements of being a hooper. He makes the right play. And he has the three things that everybody covets. Being a good player, as Danny Ainge phrased it in the offseason, players that they wanted to look for. It doesn't get more complicated than that. He's a good player. And it's fully convincing that he would be the option when they need a bucket against a very good team. Was it the prettiest? No. Flipped it up there. Almost lost his dribble. But it was effective, and it won a game. So combine the competent level of players with someone who is younger and getting his opportunity to have the keys to the car, and you have a really good mix. Because Lowry Markkinen is playing with confidence that can only be explained by a fantastic summer in Eurobasket. There was a tremendous story in Yahoo Sports by Jake Fisher that detailed as much. And it went into how he found out about the trade, where he was mentally at the time that he finds out that he's in the Donovan Mitchell deal. I encourage you to read it. But what I learned most about Lowry is how human it was his reaction to being traded. Where did he receive the call? Of course, 2022, he was gaming. And while he was playing, he gets a call from the Cavs GM, realizes his entire world is being shifted, and thinks about his family, his kids, his wife. What are they going to do as everything's in flux? And when the unknown number of Will Hardy comes across, does he answer immediately? No, because he's mentally not there yet. He was disappointed. And given the context of his situation, having been in Chicago, where that franchise was in flux until they changed regimes and starting to establish a flow, but by then he's off to Cleveland, a team that was never his, didn't invest a first-round pick into him. He was just a part. But now that he's on this team, he's proven himself to have that moment. Because he has that confidence. And Eurobasket provided it for him. Everybody knows about the 40-point game. But what about that opening one against Israel where he scores 33 on great efficiency? Where he's the second-leading scorer in that tournament. He goes for a 30-point game against the Czech Republic. It's a testament of Lowry Markkinen's confidence, staying in rhythm, staying in shape by virtue of that tournament. And to do that there and translate it to the NBA is nothing short of remarkable. He hasn't even shot the three ball in NBA games just yet. He can still get better. He's 8 of 33 so far this year. He's cold. He hasn't even added that to his scoring total. And that's got to be scary for the league. You know someone's good when they're getting the best defender on them. And I looked to New Orleans in that game, and Lowry Markkinen got the Herb Jones treatment. He played with the best defender that team had to offer, and he got neutralized a little bit in that second half. But the fact that they had to go to that on Lowry Markkinen, could you have expected that right when they traded for him? I didn't. But when you see how he feeds off of Eurobasket, how... So many people were so excited when he came out of the draft out of Arizona. It starts to make sense. And 
as that game got closer, got tighter, New Orleans goes on their run. Utah falls into a trap of one possession outings, just one pass, right? It's not as flowy as it was before. That's because Herb Jones is on their best offensive threat in that game. It gets bogged down, but that's the challenge. Utah needs to not get into that, into the worst-case scenario of one pass, it's over. Mike Conley dribbles the ball up the floor, passes it off to somebody, and it doesn't come back to him. It can't be that type of basketball this year. It has it for the most part. I charted this in the New Orleans game. They went on the run, and it was started by the Jazz having four straight possessions where it was one pass or less. And when you do that, team gets a stop, they can get out and run. That's what Pelicans did, right? They have good one-on-one players in C.J. McCollum. When it came C.J. or Zion against Jordan Clarkson, that was exhilarating, but they could have had even better possessions. Now, J.C. can make those shots. He's a difficult shot maker. He has proven himself in that respect. But when this team is operating best... It is that offense that got everybody paying attention to the Jazz. The blender, whipping it around, driving to the hole, kicking out. That's where they win. And when they had one pass possessions in the fourth quarter, it made the job even more difficult. Made it had to go to overtime. They probably didn't need it that night, but they did. And by doing that, it made their job a little bit harder. Could have made it simpler. They need that egalitarian approach. They can compete because they play hard. They have a number one option in Larry Markinen. Jordan Clarkson can hit tough shots. Colin Sexton can provide something off the bench. Have you played that way? Competition? That's all you can ask for. Five stars. Nice reviews. That's all I ask of you. Let others know that you're listening to the podcast. Let me tell you about First Colony Mortgage. They've been serving the lending needs of Utah for more than 35 years. As a mortgage banker, First Colony Mortgage offers advantages over other lenders. Not only do they process mortgages, they also underwrite, fund, and close mortgage loans all in-house. Their expert team is ready to help you with your home financing needs. Just check them out. First Colony Mortgage, the official mortgage lender of the Utah Jazz. Versus basketball players. And who is what on the Jazz? I got the idea Wednesday night because Larry Markinen was asked about THT's game. He's a hooper. Wednesday was phenomenal for Taylor Horton Tucker. He ran the offense when Mike Conley was in foul trouble. It's not as clean as when Mike's out there. But THT getting an opportunity and flourishing in it, it's good to see someone's hard work pay off. Simone Fantecchio got his shot the game before, and he seized on it. Those small wins are huge for a team. But Lowry said of THT, he's a hooper. So I said, okay, who on this team is a hooper? Who's a basketball player? Because there's a difference. A hooper 
has natural talent, abilities. They go outside the game to find their success. They have flair. You think of hoopers of times past. Larry Bird, shoot pass dribble. Magic, he's a hooper. Put him in any era, he can hoop. He sees angles differently. We cannot see the same game when we look through our own eyes because he is a hooper. He sees it at a level levitating above the basketball floor. Kevin Durant, when he's in his zone, is a hooper. Now contrast that with basketball players who are finding successes within the confines of the game. They're tacticians. They're literally every player on that Spurs dynasty. Avery Johnson, Tim Duncan, Manu, Tony, all basketball players. Bill Russell, that's a basketball player. Oh, just the greatest winner in the history of the game? Yeah, I'd say he's a pretty good basketball player. Houdini of the hardwood? That sounds like Hooper to me. But that's the distinction. Hoopers and basketball players, they aren't the same, but they can't cross over. So who is what on the Utah Jazz? I identified the Hoopers on this team as Talon Horton Tucker, can confirm, through Larry Markinen. He said it, so I believe him. Jordan Clarkson, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Walker Kessler, Leandro Belmaro. Those, for me, are the Hoopers on this team. Jordan Clarkson is the Hooper of all Hoopers. Look at his lifestyle. Look at the way that he plays, how he has an extensive bag of tricks within him. And especially this year when he's hooping, because it's not only the scoring, the off-the-dribble stuff. It's him passing. It's gotten a lot of play this year, but it should get even more play because he's making good decisions. Career high in assists for him right now. I haven't looked at it because we have the resources at NBA.com. Most passes that he's thrown his entire career with the Jazz. Now, it does help that he's getting more minutes, so he's going to throw more passes, but the pass-to-assist ratio is higher. He's getting more assists out of his passes, and he's having those moments where he can use his fakes, his feints. You have to buy that he might shoot because he's Jordan Clarkson, but he uses that to get the ball for a pass, to find somebody on a roll, and that part has advanced him in the Hooper game. But I think he would be Hooper Emeritus if he were to walk into any gym. They'd say, Hooper right there. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, very similar to JC in that he can make tough shots. Talk to anyone who is watching open gyms, OTAs, early moments of camp. Nikhil Alexander-Walker was scoring in bunches. And the fact that he can shoot at three levels, that's a Hooper to me. Leandro Balmaro has that vision, that pass, that flair, that Argentinian style. Manu Ginobili with his Euro step, that's a Hooper move. And I see little moments of that when you look at Leandro. He wants to nutmeg somebody when he passes the ball. He wants to embarrass you with a pass. As long as he's doing that, his characteristics put him in this pot. If he learns to shoot, it's over for people. Walker Kessler's in this group because he balls 
by the fact that he's just a rookie. He's still early in his hoops education. And as he's learning, he's using his athleticism, swatting shots away. He's making smart rolls to the rim. And he's been effective in his time. Place him in a pickup game, you'd want him on your team. Because he can hoop. Basketball players on the Utah Jazz. It's a pretty even group I see in basketball players and hoopers on this team. But the basketball players are Mike Conley, Malik Beasley, Kelly Olenek, Jared Vanderbilt, Simone Fontecchio, Ochai Abaji. Now you're going to say, wait, there's some other names that you left off of this list. No, I'll get to them. Mike Conley is the JC version of the basketball player. He walks onto a court and you can tell he knows the angles with which a screen should be set for him, with which a pass should find that screener. He is professorial in his passing. He's six foot on a good day. And for him to be so skilled and stick around this league for so long, he has to think the game strategically. He has to have skills upon skills upon skills to keep him in the game because he's so small. It's geared toward taller players. But Mike Conley sticks around because of his guile, because of that tactical awareness. Kelly Olenek, not athletic. Kelly Olenek, already explained that game winner against the Pelicans. Was it pretty? No. Was it effective? They won the game. You tell me. Malik Beasley shimmies his way into this group because he stays within his game. One of the best catch-and-shoot players in the league. He continues to find that shot because he's in the right positions. He's in the corner. He launches it with efficiency. He hits it with it. He doesn't have wasted movements. He isn't playing somebody else's game. He believes himself to be a starter, but he's willing to accept a role and play within his own game. And for that, he knows I'm a basketball player. And I'll stick around this league if I play as much. And that's something that Ochai when he gets his opportunity, I'm sure it'll come later on the season as all NBA teams need reinforcements once guys get tired and legs are wearing. Ochai is going to find himself to play within his game. Threes, defense. That's what Ochai needs to do. And he'll get on the floor so long as he does that. Simone Fontecchio played within his game on Monday. Against the Rockets, Simone comes in, struggles at first, has a turnover, but then he finds his own. He knows, I'm in the game to shoot, so I'm going to shoot threes. Hits three of them, launches five of them, all good looks, all smart plays, all craft. So he deserves to be in this tier. Jared Vanderbilt, the final inclusion for this group. And I can see you shaking your head because maybe this is a little controversial. But I think JV, through his energy and his know-how to get rebounds, deserves to be labeled as a basketball player. Dennis Rodman, who he gets compared to, Jim Peterson came on this very show and said he sees shades of Dennis Rodman knew exactly where every single rebound was. Great meme from The Last Dance. 
ping, 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 ping. Jared Vanderbilt studies the angles of rebounds. And for doing that, thinking rebounding as a skill is strategic, he joins this group. Dennis Rodman will also be in this category. Because as athletic as both those players are, it is all about their smarts to gain the edge. And to know, I can rebound, get this ball, get this possession, and we can go back the other way. JV has also brought the ball up the floor, much like Kelly Olenek. Pass, dribble, shoot. JV has those same skills. The fouls are not in the confines of the game. Cleans those up. He is a shoo-in. I will not hear any arguments to the contrary that he would be a basketball player. Three names I didn't say. Colin Sexton, Larry Markkinen, Rudy Gay. And that is because I see them as both. I see them as tweeners, Venn diagram, they're right in the middle. Lowry has the confidence of being a number one option. A seven-footer who can shoot and ball, that sounds like a hooper. But one with craft and can slide into the three seamlessly in a group that's playing two other bigs, basketball player. A 20-point-per-game scorer that is coming off the bench and running a second unit, getting them into the offense, and finds avenues to score for his own game, Colin Sexton, hmm, I could see both. And Rudy Gay, he finds his spots in the mid-range, shoots over players, can isolate, has been a 20-point scorer in this league, but also has been pivotal in some of the best possessions that the Jazz have had under Will Hardy. Rudy Gay deserves to be in both pots. So no, it is not a monolith. It is not one of two ways. Rudy Gay, Lowry Markkinen, and Colin Sexton are emblematic of both lifestyles. But I think I have to do the Big J journalism legwork on this one and ask the guys themselves, how do you view yourself? Hooper or basketball player? Maybe that could be a round ball roundup investigation. Are you a hooper or are you a basketball player? There it is. The unassailable list of hoopers and basketball players. I don't know. One man's opinion. But if you're going to challenge my list, actually bring it. Let me know in feedback whether this person is a hooper or a basketball player. Come with clips. Give me examples. Or just tell me I'm wrong. It's okay. That's what I'm here for. It's not perfect. But inside of us, there are two wolves. And that's what's inside of the Utah Jazz and the players that have played on the floor this year. Back next week, this is Round Ball Roundup on utahjazz.com. Until next time, bye for now. (laughs) 